I had never seen a, a guy my age that was so connected to the word of God. And it was real in his life. You know, it wasn't like, it, it, it wasn't fake. It wasn't pretend. He, would, he was legit connected. And uh, that just, to me, was like, whoa, I want to have his babies. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of season one of the How to Relationship podcast, the podcast where we try to find out how to make relationships work by speaking to couples who are, you know, making it happen. (laughs) I'm your host, Anais Lucia, and today we have Lisa and Kyle, who are amazing couple. Actually, Lisa knows one of my friends who I actually had on the podcast in episode uh, two, I believe, Latrice. So that was pretty cool. I didn't know that they knew each other. So, and let's get right into it. Lisa and Kyle, thank you so much for being on the How to Relationship podcast. Welcome. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> 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 well, I just kind of want to say, because I just found out about this. Uh, first of all, I, you know, so I know Lisa and I thanked her so much for agreeing to be on the podcast because for any of you listening, if you have heard, uh, I think my second episode, my friend Latrice was on there, and Lisa knows Latrice. That's how she found out about it. So cool. <laughs> yeah, small world. <laughs> Before we, uh, I start with the questions. If you could tell the audience, you know, how long you guys have been together, been married, kids, basics. <laughs> We've actually known each other since middle school. We rode the same school bus um, in high school. We hung out in the same social circles, but never dated. Like I was interested in him, but um, you know, I was I was that awkward girl in high school. Like everyone thought I was that weird girl, so I didn't pursue anything <laughs> until after two years after we graduated high school. We stayed connected on Facebook, and we would talk from time to time on Facebook. And one, he was home one year from, um, from college, just visiting for the holidays. And my good friend passed away while he was there. And he just happened to text me the same morning that I found out that she had passed away. And uh, we have been on his hip ever since. <laughs> Three kids later. <laughs> Three kids later. So we've been, um, so we've been together for 10 years. Yeah, 11 years, actually. Right. We got together in 2009. But we've been married for eight. Wow, amazing. So, okay, so now you have to elaborate on, you know, because I always ask how you guys met. So you gave us a little preview. So now a little bit more details about, like, oh, well, you know, we know you met in school, but also just, like, I want to know how you ended up together after knowing each other. Um, so, yeah, like, after we hung out, it was, like, Christmas time. Yeah, after that, um, she had a boyfriend. I did. So... <laughs> There was that. Um, but she, we were always hanging out, so I was never, never on anything other than friendship. Yeah. So we, kept it, we kept it real. Um, and then, what, that summer? That's when we started? Yeah. And then they, they, they all had that, and that relationship ended with another person. And then, yeah, towards the end of the summer, then we just started kicking it extra hard hanging out and then by what october november time frame we started dating yeah and <laughs> the rest is history what two years later three, right two years later we married 
said it was like uh platonic but at it, like while she had her boyfriend did you have a crush on her or no like you were just you, Good yeah i'm wondering <laughs> so i mean i've always found her attractive she's a very beautiful woman so i wouldn't say it wasn't ever anything like like i want to be with her just because like at that moment i had a lot going on you know i was tracing mm. Tracing jeans, chasing jeans, chasing jeans. <laughs> what a, what is really dreams of <laughs> college football. Uh, yeah, so I was just eating up a lot of my time, sports, job, school. So I was just never really into the dating scene around that time. But that was like my junior year. So and then uh, yeah, that kind of ended as far as the football and then started getting some free time. So I was like, hmm, let me go hang out with Lisa. I'm really, <laughs> really feeling this girl. <laughs> and uh, how soon after her relationship ended, did you guys like, was it right away? Like, oh, I broke up with this guy. Let's be together. <laughs> what happened? Hmm, well, I, I, let me see. I remember it being summertime when, when um, that relationship ended um, because it was like, I would, I would be at his house swimming all the time. His parents had a pool in the backyard. So literally as soon as that ended, I like threw a swimsuit on and went to his house and we hung out by the pool. And, um, but it wasn't until maybe October of that year. Uh, so it was like a few months later that we were like, okay, let's, you know, let's, let's make it official. Yeah. I knew, I knew I, knew I started Aww. liking her when I bought her a birthday gift. Which I don't do for random. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> my twenty-first birthday, so, and I was like, "You bought me a gift." Yeah. So that's what I do. I was like, mm, "It's a little bit more than a like." Oh, <laughs> so cute. So, what was it? Because I'm always curious about this because you know it's different things for different people. So, what was it about each other that you found attractive? That you're like, okay, I, I like this about them. I would, I'm curious about like what it would be like to date them stuff. I would say for me, um, it was his faith in God that really just turned me on because when we were just, and, and that's, I think that's why I gravitated so much to him, even in that relationship that I was in. So I grew up in the church, I grew up in ministry, and um, I had never seen a, a guy my age that was so connected to the word of God. And it was real in his life. You know, it wasn't like, it, it, it wasn't fake. It wasn't pretend he would, he was legit connected. And uh, that just, 
to me was like, whoa, I want to have his babies. <laughs> nice. <I'm with> <laughs> what about you? Uh, so yeah, the equal is, is biblically speaking, I guess, uh, equally yoked. We have a similar foundation in life that was laid out before us and what we believe and how we wanted to pursue our lives moving forward. It was, if, if, if we were going to struggle everywhere else in life, at least that's one place we agree. Right. <laughs> and to be honest, that's really what's been keeping us mm-hmm. together because in, in marriage and dating, there's just so much, um, say like just little trials and tribulations that come that test you in a way that if you're not committed, it's easily, it's, it's too easy to walk away. Yeah. And if you don't have, and just not even from a biblical standpoint, if you don't have that commitment, then um, it, it just won't work. And with her, she had the similar background that I did, that faith. Um, with her, she's a praise nut. Like this woman will bust out <laughs> in any song, anywhere. And to me, I thought that was dope because I'm more of the not verbal praise. So we're like when yin and yang, we're complete yeah. opposites in every way. Not, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if we have anything in common other than our foundation, to be honest. Uh, so that's, yeah, as far as interests, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, yoga. There it is. And that's something we learned together, together. in marriage. So that's kind of dope. That yeah. was something that we both gravitated towards so really helps out (laughs) nice okay so now i'm always curious about this as well because especially for guys because to me i don't know just because i I guess i have bad experiences um (laughs) i'm like how do i always wonder like what makes a guy want to get married because all i hear is guys don't want to get married so i want to know from both of you when you knew you wanted to marry each other like if there was like a certain moment or just some like how like just how did you know well honestly uh prior to getting married we i think we knew that we wanted to spend the rest of our lives together we had planned on waiting until 30 that didn't happen yeah but god had other plans (laughs) uh we ended up getting pregnant in 2012 and um, that's the year we got married as well, because we didn't want a baby out of wedlock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, um, so yeah, we we uh, even though we knew that we wanted to be married um, when we were dating, we knew that okay, this is the guy I want to spend the rest of my life with. Um, but you know, just kind of got our our plans got on the fast track once we really uh, connected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess from my perspective, yeah, we we talked about it way before. It were pretty early on in our our dating relationship, um, and and for me, and it was more instilled like growing up, like to wait till thirty. That was my magic number. Wait till thirty, get my twenties out the way. Um, hindsight would it have been easier just because. Uh, you know, the growth that you have yes. as a man or like, I wouldn't even say as a man, as a 20 something mm-hmm. in general, you see all your friends going out and then just like they're free to do whatever. I was in the military. It was a crazy year. So we, it was, I graduated from college, uh, joined the military, got, Lisa got pregnant and then we got married. So that was an insane year. Insane year. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> 
at 24 so it was a lot yeah. to take on a lot of wow. growing in that time and then for just I know for me personally I wasn't in a space mentally to take all that on at once but we Lisa was when I say she's like the foundation of our relationship she's the one who made it work when you know I was deployed or gone for training uh, she was the one holding it down, dealing with everything at home, and I couldn't have picked a better wife. So, yeah, just Aww. pretty awesome. <laughs> so that, now that I'm 30 and like it's it's the family is really setting in, and it's just really dope now to enjoy. So yeah. I don't I let all that that 20 something that the go hard chase of life go, but she still lets me go and live my life. And I don't say like is it a personal level, but just enjoy the things I enjoy. Uh, which is typically more outdoorsy, mm -hmm. um, which is uh, kind of opposite of what she enjoys. So <laughs> that's what I mean, like when she lets me do what I enjoy. Um, so that, that's that's the awesome part of our relationship now. It's just kind of like a new season. Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. I agree know. with that. How long were you de like deployed? Like how long were you away from them? And where? how far apart were you? Uh, well, Deploy as deploy gets is just uh, I was well I was deployed Middle East uh, two times for six months each, and then you the, the training leading up to that you're typically typically gone for three months mm -hmm. prior to that just with all the different trainings so that's like nine months out of the year, twice, and I was in the army what six, six years, years? Yeah. active duty two years in the guard, uh, so yeah just a lot of a lot of uh, growth and independence. From Lisa's viewpoint, like I, I feel like I've always had it easier because I was always, you know, doing fun stuff and jumping out of jumping planes. out of airplanes, <laughs> you know, running and gunning and doing all doing all the things that uh, you know young twenty somethings want to do. Right. And uh, I did make some sacrifices because I wanted to uh, go to the elites of the military, like Rangers, Special Forces, but I wouldn't let them. <laughs> It's not, she would, she would have let me, she would have let me, but she said, you know, it would have been hard on her. So out of respect for that. Um, but ironically, I ended up where I wanted to be anyway, just in a support role. So it worked out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and during your time that you guys were apart, then how were you able to, you know, stay strong in terms of like your relationship and I'm, trust each other and all that? We, we weren't. Those were some of the hardest times of our relationship was the deployment yeah. because one, we were separate, separated from each other. Um, we had very young kids like yeah. our baby. We, I had two babies under two went during his first deployment. Um, and so it was it was a lot of stress being mom and dad. Then we had mm -hmm. outside stressors weighing in on our relationship. Um, and so, yeah, those were those were actually some of our weaker moments in our marriage. But I like to say, I wouldn't even call it a weak moment. Those were the moments that um, we took and learned to grow from because mm -hmm. of the, the battles that we had to fight and even the healing. Like we're still healing <laughs> from some of those, um, some of those situations. Yeah. yeah. And then what she, she, she's truly understating <laughs> what we went through uh, during that time period and a lot of it has to do with her resilience. I don't even know if I would, 
Like, sure, she was strong, but her persistence, man, the woman just won't quit. <laughs> um, and and she, just, she just destined, determined to make it work. And where I fell short as, you know, the man of the house to the designed or, or intended to provide that covering and safety, which I didn't uh, early on from, if we're going to be open and honest, uh, from my family. So, um, you know, there's a between... So, Certain members of my family didn't care for our relationship, and uh, mm-hmm. I allowed that to affect my thought process, my my how I approached and how I handled it. And it was really hard and unfortunate, um, you know, especially as a younger individual uh, trying to digest all that. And then you're deployed, and then you got to worry about real life, you know, real life situations that have very real uh, tangible repercussions for not paying attention to detail mm-hmm. and then having to deal with family issues. So that's something that a lot of military people deal with um, is, you know, families. And it's almost, it, it's, it's, uh, it's something that is built into the community mm-hmm. uh, just to learn how to handle it and move on. And, and how we handle trauma is through jokes. Uh, everything becomes a joke, death, divorce, kids, um, everything is just, it was real like psychological trauma that you go through just to overcome and cope with what you're going through in that moment mm-hmm. and coming back and having to heal through all that. And, and she's kind of been my, my foundation, which I could lean on, even though it, the rift between us, when we like coming back initially, you know, you always get the joyous moment, right? Yeah. yeah all right. That lasts for about what two weeks, right? And then it's like, yeah, then life kicks in. You don't, you don't see that on TV. Yeah, life kicks in about two weeks, and then you gotta, you gotta remesh. And then some people who handle it better, some people just don't have that problem. Not everybody does, but um, so we just that was something that for us, uh, I pray that that was the hardest part of our relationship. Uh, <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, you guys made it, and I, I think it probably made you stronger, would you say? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Definitely, definitely a learning experience, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I'm really curious about this, too. Um, I need to know, <laughs> if you don't mind sharing, um, what was the proposal like? Who proposed to who? How did it happen? <laughs> um, redo is on the books. Um <laughs> It was not romantic. romantic. It wasn't. Oh. Um, <laughs> no. No. It, it was okay. So literally, I remember. Okay, I was. I told him the news of being pregnant, and he was. He had just joined the military, and so he's like, "Well, we might as well get married. That way, you have insurance." You know, <laughs> it, was, it was more. He was, but at least he was thinking ahead for me and my and our, our it child. Was, it was out of love. I've never been a romantic. Person to begin with, so it's not it's that I, I'm working on it. It's not that I just, you know, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a love language for me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's something I have to learn, and it's very mm-hmm. much so for her. Um, so I'm getting, I'm working on getting better. <laughs> but he so. did um, on the day that we got married. He got down on one knee and proposed to yeah. me right before we got married. Aww. So Aww. that was sweet. I still remember that. Like I still remember the the mountains in the background. That was still special to me, even though it was like, because I didn't accept it. I didn't. I, to me, we were already like, okay, we're married. We're getting married. Cool. Mm-hmm. And so when he did that, I was just like, 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> but there's going to be a round two and it's going to be much better. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be a surprise, right? Like, uh -huh. or she surprise yeah. yeah even though she doesn't like surprises she says she doesn't but she likes surprises it's, it's surprises. Yeah. <laughs> so you um you know kyle you said that you know your family didn't really agree with the relationship so were they at least there for the wedding or no oops sorry no, you said Kyle. Okay, there. yeah. It was actually um, me, Lisa, and two of my army buddies. Uh, and the, I don't know what. Three, yeah, like the, the minister. The, the minister, one that, yeah. Yeah, that we mm -hmm. found on online. Online. You just Googled <laughs> who can get us married and, and like. Okay. And we, we, yeah, we met in a park. Under uh, a tree. Under a tree. We sure did. Nice. Just two awesome. witnesses. We, two none witnesses. of our family was there. No, none of our family. And it was it was very uh, spur of the moment. Her family knew, but they were busy. Like they were in another, uh, they were in Hawaii or something like that, right? <laughs> no, I think, honest, I think my um, family knew, but they kind of respected, they knew what was going on between, between my family. Yeah. And, um, and so I, I had, we, I let them know that I was going out to Arizona. That's where he was um, for training, and we were gonna go. We were getting married, um, and they they under they we didn't want any family involved, and so my parents supported from afar. You know, they sent us well wishes on the day of, but they didn't show up, and I appreciate that because it would have just stirred up a lot more conflict mm -hmm. if my family okay. was there and his wasn't. Mm hmm. Wow. Interesting, because uh. That's the, that's one thing I've noticed most, like, I think pretty much every couple I've interviewed, like, they had really small, like, not outlandish ceremonies. So maybe that's the key. <laughs> one of the keys. Do not spend so much money on a wedding. That's not, that has nothing to do with true love, maybe. I don't know. I agree. That's one thing that we've never stressed or struggled with is finances. Yeah. Um, and we've never gone above and beyond or overstretched our, you know, our income. So whatever our income was, that's what it was. And we stayed within that ballpark. I was my my family. We were raised, uh, you know, very budget minded. Mm -hmm. So I kind of carried that into our relationship, which was uh, very helpful. And Lisa, uh, I don't. She, you know, he was a godsend for me because I I will just swipe, 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 swipe. I love spending money. <laughs> but he has definitely reined that in. And that's a good thing because now we can have a roof over our head that we love. <laughs> and it's, a, it's, a, it's not a controlling thing. It's just a budgetary yeah. thing. So mm -hmm. if, it, if you can get it, get it. If you can't, hey, next month, uh, hopefully it'll come. Then uh, you can get what you want. <laughs> So that's pretty cool. You guys like balance. You seem to balance each other out in like a lot of different aspects. Because you just said that you're not like you're you're not really you don't really have a lot in common in terms of your likes. One is a little bit more frugal than the other. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So I know you know Lisa. You have several couple businesses. So is that like does Kyle help you with that or is that all just you or? No, he's um so because he is the the financial like he's more financially responsible than I am. <laughs> I uh, have been. I wouldn't say responsible. He's I'm better. Just, I'm more. Money. I'm more money minded. Yeah, it's not that I'm more. He responsible. was an econ major, yeah. so you yeah. know. Oh. 
Um, and so uh, with that, with that, I definitely put all type of money situations. I've been telling him he's my CFO for my um, butter business because I'm like, I can't, if it's me, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go buy it. But he's like, no, we need to shop around. We need to do, you know, and find certain vendors, work with certain. So he helps me in that aspect. And, um, and with, well, we're actually forming a nonprofit um, mm-hmm. where we feed the homeless. We've been feeding the homeless every Friday for two months. Um, oh, nice. And so now we, we want to expand it. And he's really been hands-on with the nonprofit, um, you know, with coming up with ideas, uh, even co- going out there, helping me pass out these plates, you know, and he's, he's awesome. Like, he, does he make the products? No, but he's definitely like there to help. He, he will promote my business on his Facebook because I don't have a Facebook. Um, and mm. so, you know, he's, he's, he's there when, in, in the capacity that he can be. And I, I appreciate it. Oh, this is the person who has all the ideas and the visions and she just makes it happen. So <laughs> every it's like she's had three of my babies and now two of her own babies. So we Power. Uh, OK, yeah, we're growing sure. them together. Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> power couple, power couple over here. You know, since you are, you know, you're married, obviously, and then you're also kind of working on you know, like Lisa's business, like, does that ever cause any conflict or like, or, and how do you deal with that? Because I've, I had a rule right now where I don't really work with people I date because in the past when I have, like, it didn't go well. So maybe for those of us who might want to do it in the future, what would you say to that? I mean, I would agree with you. I wouldn't work with anybody that I'm dating either, uh, especially tying any kind of monies together. And we're just dating. Never in a million years <laughs> would I do that. <laughs> Be pre- as I said, I'm money minded. That's mine. Until we say mm-hmm. I do. Uh, yeah, play mm-hmm. you got to do you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but as far as like working together, I would say it's more she's we're pretty good at that. There, yeah, sure. We've had like tit for tats and as far as what they call heated fellowships. That's yeah, we, that's what we it. like to call it. Heated fellowships. Uh, it's, 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 it's a cute way to say uh, arguments. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've had um, conversations where we've had to look at each other's perspective where yeah. for, so for instance, Time. um, a lot of time. Yeah, a lot of it has to do with um, us sorting our time, our schedule out, because we're also homeschooling our kids. Mm, wow. And um, and All so, right, and he works as well. He works from home. Um, and so a lot of, most of our, our conflict when it comes to business is, time. okay, when, are, when am I going to have time to do this? Or, and when is he going to have time? And um, that's what, but between the two of us, um no there's no there's no power struggle there's no conflict or anything okay yeah pretty much we we support each other as far as like our dreams and goals i I think that's one thing that's pretty dope about our relationship i've never Mm -hmm. felt scared to go to her with something that i want to do and i hope that i can't speak for you but i don't (laughs) i hope that that is the same for you because Um, yeah, like just trace chasing dreams and ambitions. Like one thing I guess I love, or not, I guess I know that I love about this woman is just her obedience to, again, going back to that spiritual tie to God. And she says that that's my foundation. This woman will like, if she hears a whisper, she's going to jump up and do it. 
uh, to mm-hmm. the point where she'll put on clothes and go sing at someone's funeral that she doesn't know. That happens. Uh, so yeah, this woman is just freaking awesome. And, and, and it's just, and it's always a spirit of joy whenever it is out of obedience. So I don't even, I, I don't argue that if it's, if it's mm-hmm. of love, if it's of a positivity, Hey, a hundred percent, go, go do it is that you want to do. So he's that story of singing at a funeral. It's a, it's a very interesting story because I was sitting at home um, <clears throat> And literally, like he said, I just, I heard God's voice and it was, he was just like, go for a drive. And I just went for a drive. I got, I put some clothes on and I was driving around. And then I was just like, let me turn down this street. And then at the end, it was like a dead end road. I had never been down this street, but a dead end road that led to a a cemetery. And there was a family there burying their loved one. And I heard like clear as day, go sing for them. And I was like, what? Because I was, I, li- I like to sing. I love to sing. But uh, at that at that time, I was not confident in my voice. Um, mm. So I was just like, uh-uh, uh-uh. But I went and I sang, um, I can only imagine as the family, it was right as the family had lowered the body into the ground and I was singing, I can only imagine. Um, nervous is like voice shaking the whole time. Wow. But oh gosh. all the tears were gone by the time I opened my eyes. Like, and everyone had a smile on their face and everyone was thanking me. Like you, you brought us so much joy. And, um, when I walked back to my car, there was a guy visiting, um, a gravesite, like way off in the distance, but he, he saw me come in and he stopped me and it was like, I just want to tell you that the wind carried your voice all the way over here. And you have a voice of an angel. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> wow. So that was it. That was, but that was probably one of the first moments where it was clear to me, like hearing the voice of God and then following and seeing how much of a blessing I could be to others. Wow. My gosh. That's amazing. That's beautiful. <laughs> okay. So I have to ask because it seems like you guys are together a lot with the homeschooling, working from home, and like, you know, you're having your own business. Like, are you guys ever apart or like, how do you, how do you not get tired of each other? That's one of the things that I wonder, <laughs> especially like, I know a lot of couples that maybe they're experiencing, you know, right now during this time, probably being together a lot and probably there might be having a lot of what's it called? Fellowships. <laughs> you can use it. It's okay. <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might be having a lot of those because they don't really know how to handle being together a lot. So how do you guys handle that? Uh, I, I think what's important is um, giving each other time um, to do what we love. So he has picked up cycling, which he is absolutely in love with. And, um, and those are those moments that he can escape you know, because, yeah, you do get tired of each other. You know, you get tired of seeing looking at the same face for. Um, and, and so we give each other the, that time where he can go out and cycle. My thing is right now I'm doing um, yoga teacher training. Um, mm-hmm. And so that takes up which is my passion. So it's like how he does it to release and get and do what he loves going mm-hmm. and learning yoga and learning the foundational things. I'm just like, I love it. Like I so that so the fact that we have separate things that don't involve each other at all 
kind of keeps us grounded within our relationship. Nice. Okay. And, and I think like yo yoga as well is not that yoga in of itself is uh, the, the the thing that ties it together, but it does um, learn how to take you within yourself. Mm. And for me, dealing with a lot of uh, like I said, like mental stuff from the past, it, it the, learning how to spend time with yourself is extremely important. And sometimes the hardest person to spend time with is yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, and sitting still, your body's made to naturally move. If you sit mm-hmm. still for too long, you know, it's not pleasant when you first start doing it. Meditate for three minutes, you're gonna, it's, 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 it's hard the first mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And the more you do it, the more, the more at peace, the more relaxed you become. Like I did today, I just, I was about to lose it. And I had to, I had to, you know, go and as they say in yoga, do a flow. And it was just like a weight was lifted off. Of me. And it was just through breathing and moving and releasing those, you know, the desire to get out and do something. It's just like, just be present, be in the moment because that's what life is, right? Mm-hmm. Just being in the moment, being here now, nothing, this, you're only going to get this moment one time yeah. and just enjoy it. Why bring negative energy, negative thoughts, um, and, and into the moment, into life. And, and from a relationship standpoint, uh, the biggest thing for me is just forgiveness. I think forgiving the small, the small things, uh, forgiving the big things, and then forgiving myself for when I fall short, because I feel like I'm my biggest critic um, mm. and, and how I've managed relation, our relationship in the past and relationship with ki- our kids um, you know, when you snap when you're not supposed to snap, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that's very real. So you just have to learn how to forgive yourself. And a lot of times your family's more willing to forgive you than you are of yourself. And, and if you don't forgive yourself, you can't let go of that and move forward. Mm-hmm. So I think that is what really, that's what's really helping me in uh, the practice that she's been learning with yoga. So that's dope. <laughs> nice. So what advice would you have for you know, I feel like you've probably learned something throughout this times of about like handling disagreements and conflict. Mm, so, still uh, learning. yeah, we're still, still learning, learning. But you know, it's gotten a lot better. It has, yeah. um, because now I, the advice I would give is one, don't talk, don't try and handle it while you're still riled up, while that heart is still pounding while your blood pressure is still raised because all ears are shut off. Like we're not hearing each other. We just want our, our, our view or our perspective to be heard. Um, whereas if we take the time, like I have gotten, I used to be the type to just, I'm gonna, you gonna hear me and I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna be, you know, and after going through this yoga training, I'm learning to step back, you know, mm-hmm. breathe, and even in even in um, conflict, I'm learning to ask certain questions rather than being accusatory, like, oh, well, you did this to me and you hurt me and you it's more, OK, what how can you know, how can we move forward? This is the issue. We know mm-hmm. what the issue is rather than talking about the issue, which most couples do in arguments. We're just going to talk about what's wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's. Let's identify the issue and then plan, make a plan to move forward. Okay, this is the issue. Let's work on this. 
this is the work I need to do. And I think that's where we are now. We don't tell each other, this is how you need to change. Whenever we have a conflict, we start going within ourselves like, okay, mm-hmm. well, how could I have handled this differently? Mm-hmm. How could I have handled this better? So I think those types of things, just being a little bit more mindful would be my advice. Just taking your time during conflict. Don't, you know, it don't have to be settled right away. It's nice mm-hmm. when it is, but if you're still reeling an emotion, it's not going to get settled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think something we've recently learned is the power of questions. Mm. Um, uh, if you don't ask questions, you're automatically assuming. And a lot of times that's with your own perspective, your own bias. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though you've been together for so long, you feel like you know the person. The reality is that that's a completely separate person. And the power of a good question um, will help you understand what that person's going through, where their thought process is. And, the, and, and when I say question, it's not the intent to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something, or to fix the question, or to, to answer the question with a fixed uh, mindset. But, mm-hmm. And that's something that we're, we're working towards too, just asking more and more questions, better questions throughout the day um, versus, you know, just, I love you or, right. you know, you're awesome, stuff like that. But, you know, Questions like, uh, like something that I asked him, um, I like, I ask him from time to time is what, what do you need from me in order to be, you know, happy or in order to feel however, you know, so it's never, those are the type of questions we ask for each, from each other. He'll come to me and he'll, he'll ask me, is you know, is it, yeah, have, is there anything this week that, uh, that I've offended you? Like these type of questions. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of, you know, sometimes you'll get offended and you'll just hold it in and mm-hmm. then there's that silence or that disconnect. And so when you're, when you're coming and you're asking these questions regularly, Hey, is there some, anything that I did this week that offended you? You can calmly have a conversation like, okay, well, either no, or, well, you kind of did this one time and I, I felt some type of way and he'll, he'll apologize, you know, and, we'll work, we'll start working t- uh, towards a better tomorrow, you know? Wow. It's great. So it's, uh, you know, kind of like respecting each other and uh, listening to each other's feelings and also great. We're getting. So how has your partner helped you grow? Well, honestly, um, Kyle, I would not be doing yoga if it weren't for him. He has been telling me for years that I need to practice yoga because, okay, one thing we, we haven't mentioned, I uh, was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease in 2006. So even prior to getting married and, and prior to dating, I was sick. Um, and he knew it, which I always think is like amazing that he still decided to marry me knowing that, uh, not truly knowing what came along with it, but knowing that I had, um, you know, an illness. Um, and I honestly, what, where, I don't even remember where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, what, what was the question? <laughs> uh, how has your partner helped you grow? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Then I started talking about yoga. So, um, when I was, when I was really, really sick, like I used to be in the hospital all the time, every year around this time would be the times that I would go into my, like it would flare and I would be in the hospital. 
Um, and he used to tell me back then, like, you, you got to try yoga. You should try yoga for your pain. And I ignored him for a very, a very long time. Um, and it, it got to, it wasn't until last year or the year before, um, I was dealing with really bad anxiety, like to the point that I was having panic attacks. And um, I went to the doctor and she suggested the same thing. She's like, I don't want to prescribe any medication. I think you should do yoga. And so I'm like, all right, my husband's been asking me to do it for a while. Now my doctor is pretty much prescribing me yoga. So mm-hmm. let me go ahead and do it. And so I grew a lot from that practice. And he has been there along the way. We flow together all the time. Um, I think that that has been one of the major growth points for me in my life. But even like we mentioned before, we grew through struggle as well. Um, mm-hmm. And recognizing certain people or certain things that uh, didn't serve our relationship we learn to let go of or back away from. Okay. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I say for me, uh, I, it's, it's kind of funny because one of the things like when we first got together, I used to rag on was her uh, lack of commitment or inconsistency with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but now she's a rock star. Like, she's like I'll just be like, "Yo, you're you're going so hard. Calm down. Like, relax. It's gonna be okay if it doesn't get today get done today." But she's like, "I, I made a schedule. We're sticking to the schedule." And it's like, "Wow!" Like, I've always been on a someone's schedule, so being committed wasn't me necessarily. It's always I was on someone else's timeline. So my commitment was like, "Yeah, I'm disciplined," but it wasn't necessarily for myself. Whereas her. It's strictly for herself, which is like, mm-hmm. wow, you know, I mean, you're, you're up 530 where the day started, you're going, whereas like I'm up 530 because I got to go work out because <laughs> someone told me to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like her, it's just all self-drive. And, and it's been like that for a couple of years now. Yeah. And it's been awesome to see and, and watch her growth and just seeing what commitment does to a person and, and how she, how everybody just kind of naturally gravitates towards her now. And it all just started with doing something every single day. And it, and, you know, from, you know, we talk about the yoga for, from yoga to our plant-based eating, which she started that whole initiative. And I mean, it's phenomenal. I eat like a king and I don't have to eat meat. You know, everybody else is struggling. I'm just like, yeah, how much is meat today? I don't care, you know? We're, we're eating rabbit food and it's delicious so yeah give me more uh, and, you know i can't thank her enough for the lifestyle she's introducing to me and our kids and how what they'll be exposed to and just being willing to try something new outside of what you've been previously taught and that's a powerful thing uh to move forward in life like if you if you only attach yourself to something you already know there's no growth mm-hmm. and that commitment encourages that growth and, and, and she brings that to our family every single day. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. So I think you might've already touched about uh, on it, but what are your favorite qualities about the other person? He's funny. He makes me laugh. And you know, I, I, I love to laugh. I love a good belly laugh. Um, He's, he's hilarious to me. Like 
just in the, the most random ways. We have a lot of fun together. Um, and then I love that he loved, he likes to travel because so do I. So he's, you know, we're all, it, 2020 kind of stopped, slowed us down, but we're always like thinking of the next trip. Like, where are we going to go? Where are we? Like his, his thrill for adventure is amazing. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that laugh for one. That, that laugh really gets me going. So if, if I'm on a roll with the jokes, I get more laughs. So it encourages me to keep cracking jokes. And then at some point she's just like, you're not funny. So stop. <laughs> but the laughs I do get, I appreciate. So thank you. But <laughs> uh, and and yeah, like we said, the consistency piece where she's just like the new consistency. I'm not gonna call it new because it's it's who she is now. Um, and I just love that. And like she said her her passion for traveling and and a phenomenal mother. I mean, the our kids, um, you know, everywhere we go, someone has something awesome to say about our kids and really it's because they have an awesome mom uh i wasn't there Aww. for most of their young upbringing i was there but just in time mm -hmm. the time i wasn't there for most of their young upbringing but um but I, I, and, and it's there who they are today is a lot of who she instilled in them and that's just what more can i ask for you know my, the future of our generations yeah. or our our legacy is in better hands because of their mother. So that's pretty good. Cool. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> Beautiful, thank you. I, I need that on the podcast, thank you. <laughs> so now another question, kind of similar, but this is something, okay, what's something that you love about your partner that maybe other people don't really know that you wish more people knew? Mm. Mm, that's a good question. That is a good question. <laughs> hmm. That other people knew. Right. Maybe like a side that you see that other people don't, you're like, oh, if only more people knew this awesome thing that they do. I got one. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. How big this woman's heart is. Like, nobody, cause, well, it, and it stems from life experiences mm. so she freely gives so much of herself and people don't appreciate it honestly i don't think they appreciate it enough um and and it comes from a place of understanding what people go through and when when i see someone reject her for being her it kind of hurts me because it's like oh you don't know her and why she does what she does or how she overextends herself to people who claim they want something from her, but aren't really ready. They're just talking and that's okay um, to talk and to move in that direction. That's fine. But um, her heart's so big that she just wants to just give it to you right now. You know, I'm, I'm going to give you everything that you want and need because you told me and I genuinely care and want to help. Uh, so, and that's something I'm like, Hey baby girl, I love you, but you got to, you know, you can't give everybody everything all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's the people who come to you that are genuinely in your corner, that rock with you, that you give the most mm -hmm. time to. Everybody can get a piece, but the, the, the instilling of the time and energy, because to be honest, it takes away from me 
and I'm jealous in that area. So if she's <laughs> texting <lying>. somebody <laughs> and they don't and they're not appreciating her time, it's like, hey, I appreciate it. So back off. It's my turn, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think um for me, um, ah man, that people don't realize about you. Um I honestly I feel like what you see is what you get with this man. He's very straightforward. Um, he doesn't try and be someone he's not like at all. You know, he doesn't put on a front like, hey, this is this is who I am. These are my thought processes, you know, and that's that. I do get the more intimate side. He says that he's not, you know, a romantic, but then he will. I woke up the other morning to a thank you note. He just randomly wrote me a note, you know, and uh, so people don't really see his lovey-dovey side the way I do. Mm. I love it. Yeah. That's not how I do it. Oh, it's beautiful. The last question, and then I'm going to have some other quick ones, but what is, I know there's not maybe just one answer, but what would you say for you guys has been like one of the most uh, like, I guess the key to lasting, you know, lasting marriage or relationship for you guys, what, what do you think it has been? For us, it had, it, it really was um, our faith in God. Yeah. And, um, and the commitment. Mm-hmm. We, we made a commitment. We were going to stick to that commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We knew that we, we did not, divorce was not something that we wanted. I mean, we have we have the words the line yeah, you know mm-hmm. like during that deployment period that was we were kind of ready to call it quits um mm-hmm. but i think the key to our relationship was truly our faith in god mm-hmm. and on an individual level and then as a couple um because when we didn't see eye to eye we knew we could go to god mm-hmm. and talk and hear from him and pray um, but, and then when we do, when we were seeing eye to eye and we, and things are good, we still come together and it, you know, the, the foundation of our relationship is God. So that's the key to making it work. If things aren't working, that's exactly where we go. We go to God. Okay. Yeah. Commitment to faith. And then, uh, it is evident as far as the, our personal relationships, because, the, t- the the more personable our relationship is with you know our spiritual connection uh then the more apt we are to seek forgiveness mm-hmm. from one another without being prompted i, I believe so mm-hmm. um being able to go saying i'm sorry when you don't want to because that's the hard part it's easy to say i'm sorry but um even when you're not wrong per se but you just hurt the other person's feelings uh you know beyond what was needed, or mm. you know, what was needed. Uh, <laughs> you know, I needed you to be hurt. No, that's not what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if the conversation gets too, too uh, left and right mm. or out of line, then uh, just being able to come and say, "Hey, look, I understand that what I did hurt you, and mm. please forgive me. The love is still there, uh, and and." That, and to me, that's that's awesome because that's how I know that she still has a relationship with God. When, when she comes and apologizes, she's generally the one to apologize first. I'm, I'm not going to lie. She's 
Isa, she's awesome. She's awesome. Like I'm the one, I'm the introvert. I'm the one that holds on to, to, to anger and just let it fester until the point where it's just, I explode and I'm getting to the point now where I could let things go mm-hmm. a lot quicker mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't snap. You know, mm-hmm. I don't explode uh, as, as I used to, which to me is more peaceful because dealing with the aftermath of that is very draining. You know what I mean? And then your mm-hmm. the fate, the, the relationships in the family change. Everybody's kind of like looking at you side eye and, you know, you want, you want to walk into a room with love and yeah. it's tangible mm-hmm. when you walk into your ro- a room with your kids and your kids jump on you and you don't jump on your kids. To me, like, that's my reward. Like I know I'm being a good dad. And being a good mm-hmm. husband, when my wife comes and gives me a hug, and she's she's I'm more the the physical person in the relationship. She's more the uh, the words of affirmation. So when she gives me my needs, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. That is so interesting because that was going to be my next question. My uh, I was going to ask you guys about your love languages, but <laughs> you already answered. definitely words of affirmation um that's my love language you can you just lift uplift me and i you have my heart forever you know Mm. Um, i think my way of expressing my love language to others i'm a giver uh Mm. gifts and then acts of service would be how i express my love Yeah, me for me it's physical touch. If I don't touch you, I don't like you. <laughs> well, he won't shake anyone's hand if he doesn't. I won't shake it. I don't. I just I keep it straightforward. I don't. Mm-hmm. If I don't, if we don't jive, we don't jive. It's nothing personal. I don't wish ill will on nobody. It's just mm-hmm. like you are who you are. Please just be over there. I'm happy looking at you over there. And, you know, just and that's where I'm good at. But yeah, for me, uh, personal touch. Um, close second would be words of affirmation but for Mm -hmm. others yeah i would say like acts of service is generally how i express uh because i'm not gonna i don't know get i don't what do you give a guy like i guess you could but that's just never been my thing so Mm -hmm. i'll help you move before i give you something put it like that (laughs) and for me it's like i'd rather someone help me move than give me a, a bag or a pair of shoes or something like that like help me live my life And you'll be my friend for life. <laughs> yeah. So how did you... Okay, um, because I noticed when I've tried to get... It's really hard, I think, just in general to get guys to take any tests like that. <laughs> like They, like, will not want to take them. And I'm just like, it's going to help you in a relationship. Just take it. So, um, Kyle, did Lisa somehow convince you? Or how did you learn about your love languages? <laughs> so... You actually, yeah. you introduced the book to me. Yeah. Oh. So I grew. I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat of a nerd. So even though I've always been on, I, I cater to more of my athletic side. I'm secretly mm-hmm. a nerd at heart. Uh, okay. I like to read. Uh, not. I haven't. Let's be honest. I haven't read like a solid book in a while. But I do read a lot of different like commentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I read scripture, but like cover to cover. Not so much, but a lot of self-evaluation. I tend to reflect a lot mm-hmm. um, on what I can do better. And I don't know where that comes from, honestly. Uh, it's kind of how I've always been. I've always been an introvert. Um, mm-hmm. Being shy, I grew up shy. So I guess where that's where I was, I was fortunate just to have a lot of that self-reflection 
I've never been scared of, yeah, I've taken numerous personality tests. I don't know how accurate they are. Sometimes they vary. Um, but just in our every my everyday life, when I sit back and look at what makes me happy, what what I choose to allow to bring me joy, right? Because it's a choice, not not a, something that's placed upon me. Um, so in understanding what makes me tick um, really uh, helps day-to-day life. Um, and, and I know where I fall short. I know where, you know, if, if, you know, I could tell you when I hurt Lisa's feelings and sometimes I'll just be like, yeah, you know, she kind of deserved it in the moment. But, <laughs> and then I go back and I ask for forgiveness because, you know, it's not right at the end of the day. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's my helpmate. And why should mm-hmm. she feel that way? So a lot of that self-reflection comes from me being an introvert, me being shy. And, um, you know, my, my parents were, for, they, they encouraged me to read. My mother was awesome in that aspect. Um, really, really set the foundation for me intellectually. Yeah, he, uh, and with that being said, like you, I think your mother was the one that introduced the book to our relationship while we were dating. Yeah. Um, I think for Christmas one year, she, uh, she bought both of us, right? Or maybe we wow. had. Look, yeah, it was. It was two books. It, yeah, love she bought respect. us two books, Love and Respect, and then the Five Love Languages. Yeah. Um, and so we were actually introduced to that then, but it wasn't until after we got married that we um and i don't think we ever read it together but i this remember started. we started we reading finish. it together um <laughs> but i do remember i remember um reading it while you were deployed mm-hmm. um, i've read the book mm-hmm, yeah we read them separately just never together we're actually trying to do better at reading together. relationship books together oh, um okay but yeah the five love languages it wasn't uh anything forced on us it was more like uh, it was gifted to us and we we took it and, and learned from applied it. it. Yeah, applied it. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool like, that your your mom just kind of decided to kind of help you guys. I wish I would have known about that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just found out about love languages like two years ago. I'm like, this would have helped me so much if I knew about this earlier. <laughs> sure. Yeah, just understanding yourself. Is right. Right. You gotta live with you, right? Like, mm-hmm. Well, you got to live with you before you live with anybody else. You got anything happening, but the reality is life isn't promised to nobody. And and having you and your own foundation is critical, I believe. Yeah. So you can't tie yourself up into another person um, completely. But at some point, I feel like we've, we're becoming one. Like, it's, it's weird in a sense. Like, we're individuals, but, like, we move together mm-hmm. in our thought. It's strange. It's kind. Of, it's really dope, but it's just like it's. It's not something we force. You know, it just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. And another. Okay, one last kind of personality question. I just asked this just because I'm curious and I'm kind of into it, but I don't. It's not like. I don't regard it as like the law. I just like kind of like you. I, I also like to just kind of get to know myself, try to understand other people as well. So. Do you guys by any chance know your Myers-Briggs personality type? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's a no. That's fine, though. It's a... Test. Yeah, there's like the different... like That's another test you can take. Yeah, you. there's like 16 different types and they'll have like uh, 
four letters so like i'm infp and then the i stands for introvert um so your first letter is either an i or an, or an e but it's a it's a spectrum some people are like right in the middle some people are like a lot more extroverted some are like more introverted so um it just kind of helps like like when i've i take the test like every few uh like years just to see if i get a different result but i keep getting the same one <laughs> but it's just a good way to kind of like understand each other. And then you notice patterns because I've noticed that like a lot of my friends and just people that I seem to gel with seem to be like similar types. So, um, but I'm not like, it's like I said, it's not like a law. Like if you're a different type that I don't really, I'm not really compatible with. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. But it just kind of helps understand people better, maybe their motivations, why they do things the way they do. And that way you're not so like, oh, why is this person doing this and I don't like them? Then if you can kind of understand them a little bit better and helps, yeah. So um, I just like to see, especially like for couples, like the combinations. <laughs> so that's why I was asking. I can tell you I'm an introvert by, and I'm, by nature. Yeah, and I'm an extrovert. Like I love people. I love being out, you know. Yeah, we, we like yin when, and yang. Yin and yang for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. nice. I'm, I'm out of my shyness i'm not afraid to talk to anybody but i am just as cool not talking to somebody as i am talking to them it doesn't really bother me too much mm-hmm. <laughs> and whereas i'm like hey friend everybody's my friend like <laughs> they won best yeah like i'm 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 just a social butterfly you know mm-hmm. like 2020 has been rough on my on me for that reason because it's like i'm so used to talking to people and connecting with people but mm-hmm. it has also opened up the avenue to connect virtually with even more people than I would in my own you know, social sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, that. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, you take it, even though it was, it was difficult to learn how to reel in the social butterfly, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, it was, it was still a, a blessing the 2020 and, and being mm-hmm. able to grow uh, media, a uh, social media presence. Mm-hmm. So, before we end, um, what do you have any? You know, I know your your businesses. Uh, like, I this is your time to kind of plug anything, any social media, TikToks, whatever. Let us know where people can find you and follow you. <laughs> well, you can follow me um, on. Okay, so I actually have three pages. One is devoted to yoga and the family. One is devoted to vegan. And that the my yoga page is at love and Lisa 88. This is all on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So at love and Lisa 88 is my yoga page. I have a food page that is dedicated to all plant-based eating. Um, you can find my cookbook there. I have a, a virtual cookbook that uh, is online and it's available to purchase. And that page is at the free life three, six, five. That's all one word. Um, and so that one is, is, is the food page. And then my business page is my healing butters. And that one is at sisters with an S skin underscore healing butters, sisters, skin, healing butters. So I'm going to link all of that in the video description and uh, show notes for the audio version. Uh, Anything else other than those Instagrams? 
Oh, yeah. And uh, my website is www.sisterskin.net. Um, those are those are the active things. Um, a lot of the, the, my, the first page I gave you, my yoga page, uh, is where I'm documenting our nonprofit as well. So that doesn't have a separate page, but if anybody's interested in seeing what we do each week with the homeless, uh, they can mm-hmm. look at that. And I, I have um, um, highlights, story highlights that shows like pictures of us or the food that I cook, not tr- pictures of us like handing it out, but whatever we, you know, the kids um, pulling the wagon full of food and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those can be found on my yoga page. Nice. All right. So before we leave, before we end the show, is there any other piece of advice or words of wisdom you want to share? Words of wisdom, love? (laughs) Words of wisdom? (laughs) Oh, you can do it. (laughs) Yeah, no, truly. If we we could do it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to chase your dream. Like I'm understanding what that means the older I get. You know, money doesn't necessarily have to come from a nine to five. It can just be, you know, your true passion, who you are. It can come from that as long as you're willing to put in the work as I watch Lisa um, chase her passions. And she literally just wakes up and has fun all day. (laughs) That's what she does. You know, it is dope. Uh, You know, I have, I work. So that's not to say I don't like what I do, but uh, it's definitely a different vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. So do chase what you love. Um, that's what life's about. And cherish every moment because it's short. Um, and I think it, as far as relationships, words of wisdom, um, just always have just always approach things with an open mind and an open mm-hmm. heart. Because so, oftentimes when there is conflict, um, it, it, the conflict isn't really what the person is truly dealing with. And so when you go with that, uh, that open mind and that open heart, you can get to the root of what's truly bothering your partner. Whereas mm. if you're kind of closed up and you're only seeing the face the, value. Yeah, the face value or the, the yeah, action, yeah. Um, you're not really no, get, diving deep to, see what's going on and, and hopefully not fix because it's not our job to fix each other, but mm-hmm. to be there as a confidant, as a help if they need it. Um, so just being open, being open with the, with each other too. Like even from the other partner standpoint, um, being open and honest about how they're feeling rather than locking up and closing it and closing out the other, the partner you know there's no growth there so just the openness is is my my word of advice awesome all right well we are at the end i can't believe i am like always surprised that the hour passes by really quick <laughs> thank you so much lisa and kyle for being here and sharing your story i love learning about like you guys and your uh, relationship and i'm pretty sure everyone else listening is inspired and just you made their day i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) thank you for having me yes thank you so much it was actually a good talk it was between us yeah it was dope yeah we don't uh well i wouldn't say we don't because he does affirm me a lot but it's nice to to sit down and really like you asked us a lot of thought-provoking questions 
about our relationship that we've not really voiced to each other. So that I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I could help. Everyone listening, please go check out their social media. And thank you again, Lisa and Kyle. Stay safe. And hopefully, you know, we don't live too far. So maybe one day I'll like do a catch up interview or something in person, maybe. Look, we'll go to Miami. Don't don't threaten us with a good time. Mm, you gotta show us all the spots though. That's the only that's the only trade off. We gotta go to all the spots. For sure. I live right by the beach too. The beach is literally behind my building, so oh all right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so you much. Bye. Bye. And that's it for this episode of the How to Relationship podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I truly, truly appreciate it. And we have a few episodes left of season one. I do 10 episodes per season on my podcast, and I'm hoping to have a bonus episode for season one as well. So please stay tuned. I'm also planning on doing some giveaways. So, you know, you gotta, you know, look out for that. And I will announce them on my Instagram, the Instagram for this podcast at How to Relationship Podcast on Instagram. So make sure you follow it. So, you know, when, you know, the giveaways are, you know, starting. (laughs) And if you are in a, you know, long lasting relationship and you feel like you have, you know, you want to share your story, want to be together, want to be on the podcast together as a couple, I would definitely love to hear from you. So please email me at htrelationshippodcast at gmail.com. I also have the email in the show notes and video description on YouTube. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to actually see the couples because yeah, you know, the audio is pretty good, you know, it can have it on the go, but it's cute when you can actually see the couples interact with each other and, you know, when they, you know, kiss or just the way they look at each other. I think that's so cute and you can't get that through the audio, but whichever way you listen, I appreciate it. Um, Also, if you could leave a review, that'd be awesome too. That really helps us out because... There are so many relationship podcasts, but, you know, if you enjoy it, that's a way you can kind of, you know, re- repay the podcast in a way just, you know, by helping us out by leaving a review. That would be amazing. Um, so that's it for me as well. Thanks again for listening. I hope your 2021 is getting off to a great start. Stay tuned for our next episode. And again, I'm your host, Anais Lucia, and we'll see you next time on the How to Relationship podcast. Bye.